0: You're listening to the Writing Momentum Podcast with authors Christopher and Gina Mazzelli, where you'll discover more about writing, publishing, building your author brand, and
1: selling your book. Now, here's your hosts, Chris and Gina.
0: Hey, writer, welcome to the Writing Momentum podcast. This is Chris and Gina Maselli. How Hi. are you doing today, Gina?
1: I'm doing well. Yeah. I'm excited about this topic today. This I'm, is
0: a good I'm, topic. This is
1: a, this is a Gina topic
0: today. Does this warm your heart like Valentine's Day warms <laughs> your heart?
1: <laughs> it warms my heart like
0: Valentine's Day. <laughs> That's right. So, uh, I think this is good. This is something that uh, you were talking about the other day, and we thought we needed to record a podcast about that because you really feel... Uh, feel like lately you have really grown like you've been writing for 20 some years almost
1: 20 years yeah that I have been writing
0: and yet you feel like even recently you have grown even more because of something that you have started doing more and uh, why don't you share that with what that is well
1: you know I think that no one ever arrives as a writer I think there are always concepts to try techniques to try there's different genres to 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 try i mean there's just there's always ways to grow i think that's the beauty and probably also the frustration of being a writer is that you don't just arrive in one time you know at one point it's like i got everything that i need to to know wait what
0: <laughs> I, know. I, <laughs> I want that to happen
1: i know uh, right
0: i just want to know stuff
1: yeah, well, I, um, one of the ways that I have grown as a writer and um, continue to grow as a writer is by working with students. And, and right now, I am working with 7th to 10th graders.
0: Well, so you're talking true students, like like true school students.
1: students. Although, I'm sure that, that any type of teaching is going to help. But what I'm working in right now, and I am, I am a homeschooling mom. I homeschool our three kids. I always have. Um, but I have started in the last year. Again, I've done this in the past. I have, mm-hmm. have worked in writing, cl- teaching writing classes before. I'm doing it again this year. I stepped up to do it. And I just think that this is one of the best ways to learn about writing, and it, that is about teaching kids. Now, I believe that you could probably work with adults. I'm not saying it has to be young, young people. But the thing about teaching that is so powerful and I would say this with it, this with even working with your own kids, and we'll get into where you can find these students, but it's that when you're learning a concept or you're reviewing a concept or and you have to explain it to someone else, there's something about that that helps it stick even more in your brain. Yeah, and that's true,
0: because sometimes these things become just kind of innate the way we do things, right? Because I've I've had times when people have had me, they've seen that I use a certain piece of software because I'm kind of techy, right? And they'll say, hey, can you teach me how to use that? And I say, sure, let's go ahead and log online and I'll show you how to use it. But before we do, I realize I always have to sit down and I have to write out kind of a checklist and say, what actually do I know about this? Like, I have to reassess what I know and how can I share that in such a way that they can receive. And I imagine that's exactly what you have to do when you're teaching writing to students.
1: It is. You have to you have to take a concept and you have to break it down. And if you can, you have to make it applicable to that student. You have to make it personal to them. That's the best way that they're going to learn it is if they can understand it for them. So, for instance, what I mean is if I'm talking to kids about uh, writing a really good thesis statement or I'm talking with kids about adding description to their writing or I'm talking to kids about even the importance of formatting, which that even gets into Um, just the technical side of what do I want this piece to look like as I submit it to different places. As I'm talking about those things, I'm having to explain not only what it is, how to produce it, but also why it's important and what it can do for them. And as as I'm writing that or I'm reading that or I'm speaking that, that is just getting more and more in my getting in me even more. Mm -hmm. And so I've had it with sentence structure. I've had to teach sentence structure. I've had to teach even grammar um, and punctuation, just explaining to students, why do I put a comma here? Why do I use this kind of series Um, there's just, there's so much you can go into. Um, why do I use, why do I differentiate my sentence structure and break it up so that it doesn't all read the same? How can I add drama to something that would be fairly bland otherwise?
0: Yeah, a lot of, a lot of those things I imagine, you know, they, we kind of just take for granted that we know how to do some of that stuff, right? If you've been writing for any period of time, you don't really think about why you put a comma where you do or why you might use a certain clause somewhere something like that but as you have to articulate that to someone else it really even helps you be more aware of it in your own writing it's kind of like it's kind of like with editing you know one of the reasons i love editing is because it makes me a better writer because i have to think about the words and the way they're structured and it's kind of the same thing Mm -hmm.
1: right absolutely and it you know it's always so just a lot of fun to see the light bulb moments that come on for the students but i think as you're helping them practice these different techniques it only you will become aware of them in your own writing
0: what what if you what if you don't have any kids at home anymore you're you know how how do you (laughs) how how do you find someone that you can teach like that
1: well i think there's a there's definitely ways that you can do to, to to find these students. One, you can tutor in schools, you know, reaching out to the schools, especially for students who might be struggling writers. Um, So that it's a volunteer capacity. Uh, There may even be organizations in your area that offer this kind of service to the schools. Uh, You can also work I work with my own children, but I do work with other people's children or grandchildren. You know, if you have, I'm still working, my kids know I've, you know, we laugh about this, but our kids are not getting out of this house without being able to construct a decent paper and be able to communicate in writing. So working with our own kids. Um, Even if you, you know, do something outside of school, you say, well, their school doesn't have this kind of writing program doesn't mean that you can't do something with them during the summers, you know, do a do a short story practicum with them during the summer. Also, homeschool co-ops, if there are homeschool co-ops in your area, they would love to have a strong writing coach or writing teacher. Um I this is an area, and it's a subject that a lot of people don't believe that they're good at, and they don't have the training. So they are looking for coaches and teachers in yeah. that capacity.
0: Libraries too are always looking for people to come in and teach this kind of thing for in programs.
1: Yeah, to teach, to read to the kids, and then to talk to them about what they're doing. You could put a whole program, I'm sure, together. Even the Boys and Girls Club of America, I would—that's another organization that I know is probably looking for help with students and for programs. Uh, so there are a lot of different avenues that you can find students, but. I would just encourage you if you want to grow if you're looking for an easy way to grow as a writer look for a way to become a teacher
0: yeah and now i don't know that this is even limited to students either right i mean you could become part of a writer's group and if you find other writers who are at a younger area than what you're at right in your writing Mm -hmm. by helping them it can it helps you become a stronger writer. For instance, we teach a lot of writers' conferences to adults, mm-hmm. and that makes us better writers. Anytime Absolutely. you can share the knowledge that you've received, uh, it will make you a better writer, hands down. And you That's can even true. do it online, right? You could you could teach courses online and become a better writer because of it.
1: Yeah, there is also that. There's also just becoming part of writers' groups where, like Chris said, maybe a critique group where you're helping one another strengthen your writing is going to be good. Um, any any point where you have to stop and really think about how, what am I trying to say? How am I trying to help this writing or this writer improve? And then stop and really com- think about it and communicate what that is. It's going to help you. And I think it also, the the thing that you're going to see as you go down this path of of helping others become better writers is that there's a difference between head knowledge and practical knowledge and it really is kind of like a, a muscle memory that you get you know that there's there's this thing that happens like chris was just saying that there's this thing that happens that as you write sometimes you don't necessarily know what you're doing you just kind of do it but when you have to stop and think and explain it just gets deeper inside you and you become more aware of ways that you can just strengthen your writing and and what makes strong writing
0: i think this is good too because you know sometimes it can be very easy to become pessimistic with everything that's been going on in the world you know today and that sort of thing and when you're giving out of yourself to help others in a manner like this it really helps make you a more optimistic person you see more of the um, possibilities that are out there and the potential in others. And I I think that helps with our mindset too. Mm -hmm. So Gina, go ahead and uh, let's just recap real quick uh, some of the things you talked about today and then uh, uh, we're gonna let everyone get back to what they're doing.
1: Okay, so today we really just wanted to encourage you to look for a way, if you want to become a better writer, look for ways to teach it. Look for ways to communicate what you've learned and what you know and uh, to help others grow in their writing. There's just something about that taking it in and really breaking it down and communicating it and teaching it that will help that knowledge go just from straight-head knowledge to heart knowledge and to really get down into your own writing. You will see a difference in your writing, I have no doubt about it. Um, You can, looking for students, you can tutor in schools, or in local organizations or at the library. You can work with your own kids. Think about doing a special um, practicum type writing exercise during the summer or during breaks, or just sit down and have fun with them, write poetry, that kind of thing. You can also help out at homeschool co-ops. They are very happy to have writers come in and teach writing to the students because this is an area that people are struggling with. But if you would prefer to work with older people, think about joining writing critique groups on, to online or other writing groups online and help other people, just other adults who are wanting to strengthen their writing. Uh, look for those. The, the students are there if you'll look for them. And then um, when you're thinking about teaching a concept, think about the concept, find examples of it. Look up what you, a lot of times, if you're not sure how to explain it or even what that concept is, find do a Google search on uh, or a YouTube search. You will find professors a lot of times who are explaining it to uh, their own students. So practice makes perfect. And so as you practice and you you will inevitably start applying that what you're what you're teaching in your own writing
0: good stuff good stuff all right well that wraps up episode number six of the writing momentum podcast if you've enjoyed this episode please review and rate it to let other people know it's out there and please subscribe because we have so many good topics coming up uh we're very excited we have a whole list of stuff that we're going to be talking about um, things that we're going to share that we've learned or found out or discovered that we think that you're going to benefit from too and that's going to give your writing momentum so thank you for joining us and until next time may all your writing have. Momentum. You've been listening to the Writing Momentum Podcast with authors Christopher and Gina Masselli. Don't forget to subscribe and get the show notes at writingmomentum.com backslash podcast. Until next time, we hope that you have writing momentum. Hey, writer. One of the questions we get asked most often is, how do I get an editor or an agent to pay attention to my manuscript? Or sometimes, how do I get readers to buy my book? And that's why we put together a free PDF called How to Get Noticed by Agents, Editors, and Readers. Inside, you'll find 10 quick tips that are really strong to help give you the edge you need. If that sounds like something you'd like, download the free PDF at writingmomentum.com slash getnoticed. That's writingmomentum.com slash getnoticed. And give your writing momentum.